0: Welcome to the Business of Design podcast. I'm Cheryl Horn, Director of Operations for Business of Design. A lot has changed at Business of Design since this episode originally aired. For the latest information and rates on events and membership at Business of Design, head to businessofdesign.com. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to Business of Design, episode number 128. And I'm going to try something different. Yeah. I'm going to try my very best to give you a blow-by-blow blow of the week in front of me. Yeah, it's a big week. We are doing an installation of a project that we've been working on for six months. And you know some projects just go smoothly and you feel pretty smug. You feel like, well, I'm pretty good at this. I got it going on. And then other projects it's like, seriously, is that a thing that could actually go wrong? (laughs) So it's been like that. And it's a project, by the way, for like, these are clients, I would have to say they're in the top five of my favorite clients of all time. So you don't even want things to ever go wrong for any client, but certainly you don't want things to go wrong for your top five favorite clients. Not that the clients really know that things are going wrong, I don't think. I think we're aware that things are going wrong behind the scenes, but they're not aware. So what do I mean by going wrong? Well, it's Monday. And I'll tell you all about it following some important announcements and a word from Business of Design's official podcast announcer. Take it away.
1: Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the coaching community for independent designers like you. We know it takes more than hard work and talent to successfully run a professional design firm. There are proven business strategies that can solve your immediate challenges and transform your life. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to more than 100 video courses, participate in monthly coaching calls, and find unlimited support within our exclusive members-only Facebook group unlike traditional coaching BOD is a fast track to immediate results for independent interior designers decorators architects stagers and landscapers just like you monthly membership is only 79 dollars. annual members save two months what are you waiting for we all know design matters at business of design we think designers matter too
0: It's been ages since I've given you an update on Buildlane. I started using the app and I shared with you my experience and I wanted to follow up and let you know that every touch point I've had with them has been equally wonderful despite the fact that we hit a little hiccup and it had to do with the fact that I designed this really long media console unit and the center of the unit is wide open lots of beautiful negative space, but because it's so long, 72 inches, the top started to bow in the center and the furniture maker wasn't happy with that possibility that it might bow in the center. So they sent me an email with a photograph and they also sent me three or four solutions that would correct the problem. So I was able to really quickly say, ah, I see the issue. Here's the solution I like. And then they moved forward immediately A week later, I got another email showing me the unit with a beautifully straight top. We've now launched the shipping process and I'll let you know how that turns out. But so far, I'm very enthusiastic about Build Lane, which is why I can wholeheartedly recommend that you go to businessofdesign.com, click on the Build Lane ad and sign up for a free account. I really think you should give them a try. You're going to be as happy as I've been. I also want to say thank you so much to Build Lane, to Heather and Frank, you've been wonderful to work with, and we sincerely appreciate your support of Business of Design and our podcast, and most especially of our fabulous community. I'm looking forward to working with you again and again. I'm also looking forward to seeing the look on Jenna Steckler's face when she finds out she is the winner of $2,500 in Build Lane credit. Wow. You lucky woman, you from the DC area. Name was chosen randomly. And anybody who wants to see a video with how that happened, go to businessofdesign.com. We'll post it there. How are you going to spend that $2,500, Jenna? You could spend it on yourself, which would be lovely. You could spend it on behalf of a client and collect the money, which would be kind of awesome too. So... We're all looking forward to hearing how you're going to use that $2,500. Thank you again, Build Lane. Lots of great reasons to be part of Business of Design. Here's another great reason to be part of Business of Design. We have a conference coming up January 25th and 26th in Las Vegas. What happens in Vegas is going to change your business and your life. I sincerely want you to sign up right away for the conference. It's going to be two full days, intensive days, where we teach you systems, strategies, and protocols you can implement into your business immediately, whether you're brand new to business, whether you've been slugging it out for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, or 30 years, we have content that can make your business better, that can improve your efficiencies, and that can improve your repeat and referral rate, which is going to matter a lot in the years ahead, trust me. We will be launching new content, including a portion of our operations manual. All of you lucky conference attendees will get a piece of it first as part of your conference fee. The conference will include breakfast and lunch, and we are also going to be announcing a couple of the fun events we have on top of the regular full day of learning, January 25th and 26th, eleven ninety five. if you sign up right away. Otherwise, it's going to be $13.95, and it's still the best value out there for sure. Following our last conference, we sent out a questionnaire and received a 100% approval rating from everyone who attended in terms of content and deliverables and execution and timing and preparedness, etc. We strive really hard to always get that 100%. And we intend to get it again. So thank you so much in advance for your support. We are working very hard at the moment to get the itinerary rounded and full. And you will, once you sign up, receive a questionnaire asking what your biggest pain points and challenges are so we can include some of that in the learning as well. Don't deny yourself the opportunity to work with us over that weekend. I guarantee you it will be invigorating, and then we will follow up after the conference to keep you motivated. We want you there. Congratulations again to Janice Steckler of Washington, D.C. area. And now, back to the show. So like I said off the top of the show, I'm going to take you through Monday to Friday of an installation week. I actually have no idea what's going to happen because I'm going to record this every single day, kind of like a diary. anyway, now I can tell you about Monday. We're super organized. We have the movers already scheduled to pick everything up from a variety of locations, including a storage locker. Tomorrow, we've determined all the sourcing items we need to place and all the styling items. We don't have any holes to fill. Although today I did remember, yikes, I forgot about a pair of night tables for one of the bedrooms and I forgot a runner. But okay, we solved that. That's Monday. (sighs) It's all taken care of. And then I get a call from the contractor that the appliances are being installed today and there's not one problem. There's not two problems, but there's three problems. Really? I don't love those kind of problems. Do you? Does anyone? So problem number one, dishwasher. Dishwasher. There's no panel for the dishwasher in the new kitchen. What do you mean there's no panel for the dishwasher? Of course there's a panel for the dishwasher. Look around. Where's the panel for the dishwasher? We can't find the panel for the dishwasher. So I go over to the job site. I look around. I can't find the panel for the dishwasher. I leave the site and I'm like, oh my gosh, my cabinet guy is going to have to make a new panel for the dishwasher. So I send an email. And the cabinet guy says, what? I made a panel for the dishwasher. I know you made a panel for the dishwasher, but we can't find the panel for the dishwasher, and the clients are coming on Friday. See how the week's going? That ain't right. Fast forward three hours and a lot of excitement and a lot of, oh my gosh, yes, you are going to make me a new panel by Friday. The panel was found. So thank you to the electrician who happened to phone in and mentioned that he moved some things around, and we were able to find this hidden panel deep in the bowels of the basement. As you're listening to me describe that, are you feeling what I feel when those things happen? Like just an acceleration of stress? Oh my gosh, why would anyone do this job if it wasn't rewarding in a variety of ways? Because it's so hard. I can't imagine any design professional I've ever met hearing news that they can't find the dishwasher panel and going, yeah, whatever, who cares? (laughs) Like, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm off to yoga. (laughs) I'm going to chill out. Tell me tomorrow. No, I don't know anyone like that. Most of the designers I know are like type A, super responsible, and they want things to go well and smoothly for their clients. So like just boom, that was Monday. Oh, right. That was only one thing. So apparently when we installed the new Wolf cooktop they no longer want to silicone the cooktop to the countertops which means it wiggles a little why does it wiggle a little i don't want my cooktop to wiggle a little so i have some options i can take the cabinetry apart and try to screw things into place or Or I can get my contractor to put a little bit of silicone in there so it doesn't wiggle. I'm going for option two, which is what I would do if it were my home. And so many decisions are made that way. What would I do if it were my home? And that's what I would do. And the third thing has to do with the refrigerator panel, but not actually the refrigerator panel, actually a piece of hardware that hasn't arrived yet. We know it's back ordered. It was supposed to be here last week. It's still not here. So that means Monday... And I don't have the hardware so we can finish the panel that goes on the fridge. Eh, whatever. It's going to work out just fine. You know how when you're going to host a party and suddenly your whole house needs to be cleaned and there's kind of a frantic feeling? Just multiply that by 100 for these big installation days, right? That's exactly how it feels. And... Every phone call from every trade or supplier is kind of a big deal as that deadline looms. So the electrician phoned this morning and said the ceiling fan can't be operated in full by a switch on the wall because he's missing a part which we don't have and will not be able to receive until October. Okay, let's work this through. So they can turn the ceiling fan on and off from the bedroom wall, not a problem. And then there's a remote that allows them to do all the fun things. It can go backwards, it can go forwards, it can go faster, it can go slower, the light can dim. But none of those operations can be available on the wall unless we order this part, which can happen in October. Okay, no problem. That is not going to ruin the installation. I got it. Make a note. I'll talk to the client about it after the big reveal. Let's hope tomorrow's a little bit easier. It's Tuesday. I'm feeling... What am I feeling? I'm feeling optimistic. Yeah, I'm feeling optimistic because I have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday to get my installation completed. And today was the day that I was supposed to be relatively free. And let me tell you about today. Not a horrible day, kind of a typical day. and that is to say, the work we do is super hard. And so even a typical day is kind of challenging. Um, so here's how the day started. The movers went on their merry way to pick up the different furniture and furnishings, accessories, et cetera, from various stores. And they got to one of the stores and they said, we're here to pick up the order And the store said, actually, there are two orders here. And the movers said, no, there's only one order. We're only picking up one order. So I got a panic phone call from the store, which I didn't answer immediately, saying that the movers were there, but they were going to leave without taking everything we needed for the project. Once I received that call, of course, I got on the phone to the movers and spoke to dispatch who said... Our documents say there is only one pickup at that location, to which I say, I'm not sure where the confusion is, but please have them pick up both orders. Uh, I think they already left there. Now, I'm starting to feel like I'm a woman on the edge, and it's only Tuesday. So we need to correct this problem. Could you please get them on the phone and get them back to the shop? In the meantime, the office found the paperwork, yes, yes, There are two pickups. One of them has a different store name, same address. That's because there are three shops under one roof. So they were technically two stores, but the same address. Just between us. Sometimes the movers they send us are awesome, super hardworking and ready to go. And sometimes you get a crew that's a little bit whiny. Have you ever had that? a mover will say, "Oh yeah, you want me to move that?" <laughs> the answer is like, "Yeah, you're a mover." And then they'll say, "Oh man, that's that's really heavy. I'm going to, you know, need some help." Yeah, there's four of you. Go find someone. Move it. And then you have to come back and you find out they're not actually doing it and you kind of have to stay on them the whole day or the movers who say like, "Oh, I'm really exhausted. How much longer?" Oh, wow. Until every single thing is put in place, until everything is unpacked, until all the garbage is put away, until everything that needs to go in the fulfillment room goes into the fulfillment room. That's how long. So fingers crossed that we get that team, the excited, energetic, ready to work team to the job site on Wednesday. Anyway, that's okay. That should be the last of the calls from the movers. Fast forward four hours, I get a call from the movers, the dispatch. They're lovely people and they're great to work with. And he said, hey, uh, Kimberly, the truck is completely full. Well, that's not a problem, right? Because they're coming up to the client's property and they're going to drop everything off, except that they're supposed to go to the storage unit first and fill everything from the storage unit back onto the truck as well. It doesn't fit. That's okay. What are we going to do instead? Hmm. We have three men hired for tomorrow to deliver all the furniture they're picking up today, as well as pick up the items in the storage unit and then deliver those items back to the client's property as well. Huh. What do we do? So on the phone with dispatcher, we decide, here's what we're going to do. Now we're going to have four men instead of three men. Four men are going to come to the client's house first thing in the morning. They are not going to go to storage first thing in the morning. They're going to come to the client's house as quickly as possible. They will empty everything off the truck, open the big pieces, place the big pieces, and get us in good shape so we can continue some of our work throughout the day. They're going to leave two of the men with us. On site at the client's house, so that's great. And they're going to take the other two men in the truck and they will go to the storage unit, pick everything up, and bring it back. They have to take one of the items in the storage unit to another location and drop it off. It's the sofa that was in the client's basement, but they don't want it anymore. And so they've asked if we could drop it off at a neighbor's property nearby. And so then there's that. And they also are going to have on the truck a few items, which are going to another, another client's property who's in the area. So that has to get dropped off as well. And all of this is great and it's going fine, except for this one little thing. We only have the movers for 14 hours from the time They start in the morning, which is 7 a.m. They have to load up the trucks. They have to drive two hours out of the city. They have to do all that unloading. Then some guys have to go to another place, drop off. You understand where I'm going here. So I have visions of us at the end of the day when they have to leave, wondering if in fact we're going to get everything done. But it's only Tuesday, right? Of course it'll be fine. And then I get an email from the client. Ah, she's lovely. She's away on holidays while we're working. And she says, by the way, I thought of a few more things. If you don't mind, you could add them to the list. Just a few more things to buy, which is totally fine. Except we have no room on the truck. And I do have staff coming up from the city, but they're not in a position to go and pick up these items. So luckily, I've got some independent contractors I can call. Somebody's going around town now, filling up her car, and we will arrange for a courier to get those extra items up north. (sighs) Do I sound like I'm not breathing? I feel sometimes like I don't breathe. Do you do that too? Now, back to the dishwasher. I think I told you about that yesterday. There's apparently a piece that's supposed to go above the dishwasher that we now think maybe the countertop guys took away they say they didn't take it away but the cabinet guy said for sure it was there so now he has to remake this piece he's stressed out of his mind which is not good you don't want your trades stressed out of their minds no you don't um so tomorrow in any case i think i will see my cabinet maker i need to bring him a little something to just say hey we appreciate all the hard work you do, and we're very grateful you hang in there with us on every project. Oh, and by the way, this fun fact I don't know if you know this now, Miele and Sub Zero appliances. Neither of those companies want to install finished panels on their products anymore. They want your cabinet maker to install them. And cabinet makers are now saying, hey, we don't want to install these panels on a Miele product or a Sub Zero product because when something goes wrong, that bums up the warranty of the appliance. So you can see what's happening, right? Like we don't want responsibility. We don't want responsibility. So now, honestly, it's just easier if you talk your clients into just having factory ready panels versus having it all match the cabinetry. Something else to think about, right? Finally little hiccup with the cleaning crew. We've got a great crew coming out on Thursday to give the house a once over. It really needs it. This last push has left things a bit of a mess and she's short two people. So she wants to know if it's okay if she comes by herself. Heavens no. No. That would not be okay. I need you to find two more abled body cleaners because you're going to need at least three people on the crew. So she's working on that. I've got my fingers and toes crossed and it's only Tuesday. It's Wednesday and what a difference a day makes. Today has been amazing. I showed up at the client's job site. The movers arrived on time. They had two trucks now filled with stuff to the brim and the driveway going into the client's place. This is a rule setting is probably a half a kilometer long, a little bit less than half a mile. And these trucks had to back up this windy, curvy driveway, and plant themselves in front of the house so everything could be offloaded. And remember how yesterday I said, sometimes you get that crew that's kind of whiny? Oh my gosh, we did not get that crew. We got the best crew ever. They were happy. They were smiling. They're ready to work. Like, it's just been super fun. And I also got the contractor and his whole team here, and we went through everything in the garage, threw away all the trash, grouped everything nicely that's going to remain behind, and potentially the client will be able to donate this to someone she knows, and if not, we'll find a home for these pieces that we don't need anymore And then on Thursday, when the cleaning crew comes, provided she's got a full crew, the last thing they will do is sweep out the garage. So when the clients come home, I know for sure, Mr. is going to be super happy to have his garage back. One of the things that happens during the styling process for us, it doesn't work this way for everybody. If you're not living in a big urban center where you can borrow a lot of things, you have to pre-buy your styling items. So it's a little bit different. But in our case, we end up borrowing a lot of things. And in the event the client doesn't want something, we need to return it to its original packaging. So one of the challenges is to really have a system for when something is open to know what store it came from and to be able to put it back into its original packaging in the event the client says, no, I'm just not crazy about that. We tell our clients to expect to keep about 90% of everything we place, which we have found over the years is pretty true. Part of the reason our percentage is so high is that we have so many repeat and referral clients. They already know us. They're already expecting this big hit at the end. If you're new, just starting out, you may find that they keep 70%. But in my experience, even brand new clients will keep the majority of things. Even clients who think they're not going to keep things, will keep things, because once they see the home finish, taking away those essential finishing accessories really changes the impact of the space. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are in the bag, and so am I, <sighs> I don't know that I've ever slept better than during installation weeks. Honestly, it's just a lot of physical activity and there's a certain amount of stress as well from all the many components that have to fit together and work together and happen before the clients walk through the door at the end of the reveal. We still have two days to go and I'm definitely going to tell you about Thursday and Friday in part two episode 130. I also want to throw to an upcoming guest, a business expert, marketing and branding expert named Tim Williams. A lot of big businesses rely on Tim Williams for their coaching, and I am going to ask him some specific questions that will give you, business of design community, information you can use when you're billing your clients. It's an interview I'm really excited about. So I'm going to tease you with that upcoming episode. And as usual, Team BOD is here for you when you're ready to take your business to the next level. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone.
1: Thank you for being a part of the Business of Design community. If you love what you hear on the podcast, take the next step by signing up at businessofdesign.com. As our thank you, you'll gain access to Business of Design's 15-step project management strategy, a free introductory course which includes three Business of Design systems you can implement for immediate results. And when you're ready for success, a Business of Design membership, monthly or annual, will dramatically improve your business and your life. What are you waiting for? Together, we will achieve extraordinary results. Start today.